Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 76, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. And I'm on the road, and this is a very special all-star edition of Inside the Parker. Yes, we welcome in Hall of Fame broadcaster Bob Costas. He'll he'll share some of his favorite all-star moments with us. That plus much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. The Toronto Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montoyo. That's right. Uh, The Blue Jays have been scuffling in the month of July with just three wins. The team was coming 
off a one and seven road trip, which included a four game sweep by the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Montoya's departure comes after a four to three win against the Phillies in Toronto on Tuesday. It wasn't enough. Uh, there were high expectations for the Blue Jays. Don't forget. Many thought they would win the AL East, which the Yankees are running away with. The Blue Jays currently are in fourth place going into Wednesday, 46 and 42, and occupy the newly created third wild card spot in the American League. So, uh, there you have it. Charlie Man- Montoyo fired by the Blue Jays and, uh, the team announced Wednesday that bench coach John Schneider has been named interim manager, and uh, there you have it. There is a shakeup in Toronto. Number two. Seattle Mariners rookie sensation, J-Rod, that's right, Julio Rodriguez, who has already turned in in the first half of a season, a breakout rookie season with the Mariners, has been added to the uh, home run derby, which will take place on Monday night at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. He will be the youngest, uh, has a chance of being the youngest home run derby winner ever, which is uh, pretty darn impressive. He's looking to join some of the rare uh, territory uh, by other guys who got an opportunity early on to uh, uh, join in on the festivities as first-year players. Um, the Yankees, Aaron Judge won it outright in 2017 and Pete Alonso won it in 2019, uh, as, uh, rookies and being involved in the home run derby. And then, uh, don't forget in 1986, Wally Joyner was a rookie and he and Daryl Strawberry were co-champions back in 1986. So there you have it. J-Rod from the Mariners is uh, in the Home Run Derby contest. We were hoping and looking for uh, some excitement. And uh, he's only 21 years old, which is pretty amazing. And on the season, coming into Wednesday's doubleheader, he's batting 274, 15 home runs, seven of which have come since June 21st. And uh, it's no coincidence that the uh, Mariners have been surging And he has been playing very well. And yes, coming into Wednesday, the Mariners had won nine straight and 17 of their last 20. Uh, So that's uh, pretty impressive. And uh, we can all look forward to that. Number three. And while we're giving out some love for nine game winning streaks, let's include the Baltimore Orioles. That's right. Say it isn't so. On Wednesday night, they had a come up from behind victory. 4-2 over the Cubs to extend their winning streak to nine games. The longest winning streak by the Orioles since 1999. And guess what? They're at 500 at 44 and 44. Pretty incredible. Coming into Wednesday, they had another game with the uh, Cubs. But this has been some turnaround. It looked early on as if the uh, Orioles were uh, left for dead. And instead, the season is rolling on, and they're playing good baseball. And uh, that's exciting in the AL East with so many good teams. But there we are, 
uh, a couple of days away from the All-Star break. And the Baltimore Orioles coming into Wednesday are at 500. Wake the kids, call the neighbors. It's pretty impressive. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. Now let's welcome in legendary Hall of Fame sportscaster Bob Costas to Inside the Parker. Bob, how are you? I'm good, Rob. Hope you are too. Yes, sir. And the Los Angeles, let me start it. And the All-Star Game will be here in Los Angeles. Uh, so excited about it. Bob, let me start here. Is it still the best All-Star Game from all the other sports and why? Uh, we know the Pro Bowl is horrific. The NBA All-Star Game is hard to watch. I still love the baseball All-Star Game. Am I, am I wrong? Yeah, they're all diminished. They're all gimmicky. But I guess baseball is still the best one. Uh, the NBA has become not just unappealing. It's, it's kind of revolting <laughs> the way, <laughs> the way it's played. Uh, I used to love it. Uh, and now it like makes you wince. Uh, but we have to be honest about baseball. It once was clearly the best of all the All-Star Games. But a lot of changes, which have their own merit, but there are consequences. You know, something's lost and something's gained, as Joni Mitchell once sang. Um, it used to be, if you lived in Boston, the All-Star Game was the one time that you saw Willie Mays or Hank Aaron or Sandy Koufax. And if you lived in St. Louis, it was the one time you saw Mickey Mantle or Carl Yastrzemski or whatever it might have been. And so there was a special feeling about that. Uh, there was no interleague play. Uh, there, there weren't a zillion games on television. So it felt special when you saw stars from the other league uh, who you didn't see when you were watching games that involved your local team. All those things have changed. Plus, some of the greatest players in the game, and I'm not criticizing this, the players should have won all uh, the benefits that they won at the bargaining table, including free agency and, and all the rest. But we now have future Hall of Famers who are on their fifth and sixth teams. They're not American leaguers or national leaguers. Right. You know, Stan Musial and Willie Mays were National League guys. Mickey Mantle and Al Kaline were American League guys. You know, um, that just doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. Max Scherzer is going to waltz in the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. He's won three Cy Young awards. He's on his fifth team now with the Mets. Uh, so the, the the special nature of it. Uh, has been diminished. There can be individual moments that that stand out, and I think baseball is wise to try and include all-time greats, special uh, spots on the roster, even if they're not having all-star seasons, or to commemorate historical moments and bring back those figures. But the game itself just doesn't feel anything like what it used to feel like. In addition to having uh, the identification of National League guy, American League guy, and all-time great staying primarily with one team for all or most of their career. Teams used to play it to win. Now they play it to get everybody in the game, which has its own merit. But, you know, you, you, had to, you, you couldn't get Willie Mays out of an all-star game at gunpoint. Right. <laughs> no doubt. Speaking of Willie Mays and the best all-star game of all time, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong, has to be the 1971 all-star game. In Detroit, Tiger Stadium, yep. the corner of Michigan and Trumbull, 21 Hall of Fame players played in that All-Star game. Reggie Jackson hit the transformer. Am I right? That had to be the greatest All-Star game. It, 
was an incredible All-Star game. It had that moment with Reggie Jackson. There were a lot of home runs by then-future Hall of Famers. I think Frank Robinson hit one and Johnny Bench hit one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think there were six or seven homers in the game, uh, and most, if not all of them, were hit by future Hall of Famers. And in addition to the 21 you mentioned, Pete Rose would have been a Hall of Famer. He's obviously in the game. And both managers were Hall of Fame managers, Earl Weaver and, and Sparky Anderson, and the setting, Tiger Stadium, Classic Ballpark. Everything about it was great. How about your greatest moment in All-Star history? Do you have one? I mean, there have been some some great moments. You know, I think about when you're a kid, you think about the ones you attended. 1964, I'm 12 years old. The All-Star game was at the then-new Shea Stadium in New York, and the American League had a one-run lead at the start of the bottom of the ninth. And to prove what I said about Willie Mays, he's still in the game, bottom of the ninth. He draws a walk. He steals second. Uh, it's against the then overpowering reliever from the Boston Red Sox, Dick Raditz, who was nicknamed the Monster. Uh, the National League ties the game, and then eventually they win it on a home run, a walk-off. They didn't use the term walk-off then. Right by Johnny Callison of the Phillies. And at that time, the Phillies are surprising everybody by leading the National League. And this is there's no playoffs. You either win the pennant, you go straight to the World Series. And the Phillies were on their way, and people were saying Johnny Callison is going to be the MVP. And if not, maybe Dick Allen is going to be both the Rookie of the Year and the MVP. And then they lost 10 straight games in September and blew the pennant. <laughs> and the Cardinals won it by a game and then beat the Yankees in the World Series. You see, I remember stuff that happened when I was 12 better than I remember stuff that happened 12 minutes ago but that's you know that's the nature of getting to this point in things so that's one that i remember um and i guess of the ones that i broadcast the game in 1998 i did the game with joe morgan and it was at coors field uh and the array of stars then some of them since tainted by what we know about steroids and what yes. some of us suspected at the time but i think the final score of the game being at coors field uh that was part of the reason why, but uh, I think the final score of the game was something like 13 to 8. Um, and Barry Bonds hit a homer in the game, and, you know, every single guy stepping into the plate wasn't just an all star. You're thinking, this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. In fact, I remember saying at one point, talk about Hall of Fame matchups. Here's Roger Clemens, um, and he's facing Mark McGuire, and on deck is Barry Bonds. Well, <laughs> we know what happened to the candidacies of Clemens, McGuire, and Bonds, but at the time, and Sammy Sosa's also in the game, at the time, it seemed like a given that those guys were going to the Hall. Amazing, amazing memories there. Final thing for Hall of Fame and uh, legendary broadcaster Bob Costas here on this special all-star edition of Inside the Parker. Uh, the second half of the season coming up, will it be different this year, you think, because 12 of the 30 teams will make the postseason? I'm a little leery that we're going to get to NBA and NHL status where more teams make the playoffs than not. But this year we have 12, Bob. you think it plays out a little different? Yeah, I think it likely will because you have more teams that have a chance to grab uh, that fifth or sixth playoff position, the second or third wild card. And inevitably, if not this year, then eventually under this format, there are going to be teams that are sub-500 or barely over 500, you know, kind of 82 and 80 type teams that will sneak in. And because of the nature of baseball, which you and I and everyone listening to this understands, it doesn't even cause anyone to bat an eye if in the middle of the season, a team that will win 100 games loses two out of three at home 
to a team that will lose 100 games. It happens. And now, inevitably, if not this year, then eventually, that is going to happen, especially because under this format, the third best division winner gets thrown in with the three wild cards for best two out of threes. And so you're going to have some matchups with teams that won a division against a team that barely snuck in as the last wild card. Or with the top wild card, think of the Dodgers last year, who won 106 and nonetheless were a wild card, they'll have to play two out of three against a team that was barely over 500. And in baseball, that is a real roll of the dice. No doubt about it. There he is, Bob Costas. Man, we appreciate you so much, Bob. Thank you. Enjoy the second half of the season. Hey, Rob, you want me to give you a better format than the one they hit upon? Yes. I'm going to give it to you right now. In the last, the second to last full season, in 2019, three American League teams that won the division, all three division winners won more than 100 games. How in the world can you throw a division winner, even if it's the third best of the three, in with wild cards? Here's what they should have done. All three division winners are automatically free and clear into the division series. Now you just want one survivor out of the three wild cards to face them to complete the division series field of four. Here's what they should have done. The second and third wild cards should have met in a one-game knockout, which has been the wild card format for the past decade or so, and people like that. And if you are the fifth or sixth qualifier, the second and third wild card, you don't deserve any protection. You snuck in, so you're going to be subject to the one-game knockout. But the best wild card, think the Dodgers last year, will at least avoid that, and they'll wait for the winner of that one-game knockout. And then you play best two out of three on the home field of the best wild card. Now, it's still a little bit of a crapshoot, but when you think about that, you've created degrees, different levels of advantages and disadvantages, which respects the meaning of the long season, the longest season in all of American team sports. So you're the last wild card, maybe you win that one game crapshoot. Now you got to face the best wild card, and you got to win two out of three on their home field to get into the division series. And whichever team survives and gets into the division series, the best division winner then should be able to pick who they want to play. If you were the Giants last year, you'd pick the third best division winner rather than facing the Dodgers if they had survived coming out of there. So now you have levels of strategy and you have levels of advantages and disadvantages and you have all the knockout games and elimination games that appeal to fans and appeal to television, but you haven't completely disrespected the regular season. Now, I'm not Einstein. I thought of that in 10 minutes. Why can't baseball think of that? This is why Bob Costas should or should have been the commissioner of baseball, Mr. Bob Costas. (laughs) I don't know about that, but but thanks for the thought. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bob. All right, Rob. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 
10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Remember fastballs? They're those really hard pitches used to dominate repertoires from the lowest levels of the minors to the bright lights of the big leagues, but... Over the last few years, the fastball has become somewhat of a dying breed, ceding space to sliders and changeups. In fact, over the last 15 years, or the pitch tracking era, fastball use league-wide this season of 48.6% is the lowest in that time and the only time it's been under 50%. In 2010, it was 59%. That is an enormous drop-off. Now, enter Spencer Strider the fireballing rookie in Atlanta who was turning heads and missing bats with the best of them and doing it in an old-school way. Through July 11th, Strider leads all big league pitchers throwing his four-seam fastball at 68.5% of the time. Opponents hitting just 194 on the pitch and his 67 punch-outs on the four-seamer are the fourth most in all of baseball behind guys like Carlos Rodon and Garrett Cole. The velocity of 98.3 miles per hour is second in the league, only behind another rookie, Cincinnati's Hunter Green. And he's recorded a whopping 71.5% of his outs via the fastball, by far the highest in the league. Now, in two July starts, he's allowed one run on three hits in 12 innings, striking out 23 and walking just three. 15 of those punch-outs come on his fastball, by the way. Now, could an innings limit keep him from showcasing his full potential as the Braves make another postseason push? Oh, let's hope not. I want to see this six-foot, mustachioed flamethrower powering through lineups come playoff time. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. 
If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast, good friend of mine, Julian McWilliams, who is the uh, beat writer for the Boston Red Sox for the Boston Globe. Julian, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rob. Appreciate it, man. Always good to catch up with you. No doubt. Yeah, let's talk about these Red Sox. And I thought they were dead. I couldn't get over how bad they were to start the season. And uh, what was going on early? Was it just the lack of, you know, pitching? I know they had some injuries. What what happened to the Red Sox out the gate? Really, it was their their lack of offense, which was bizarre because since 2018, I believe they're you know they're they were the top out offense in the, in, in the league. And so, um, if you look back at their first month plus season, you know they were had three players hitting over 300. Everybody else is hitting below 200. Um, so. I think they got they, they started to get a lot of you know better play from some some uh, you know players that are uh, you know contributors but not necessarily all stars. Uh, but so the, if you look around the roster, uh, they've been pitching pretty well, um, but their bullpen was sort of was sort of what kept them back. And, and I think you know they just got a collective a collective uh, uh, effort from from everybody and started clicking on all setters from an offensive standpoint, defense standpoint, and obviously pitching. Uh, they. They split with the Yankees this past weekend. The Yankees, I thought, were going to win all four games. They came back and uh, won that game Saturday night, being down 5-3. to three, And then they came back from the Yankees winning 4 nothing on Sunday and won that game going away. How big was that? Because to me, they were looking like they were going to get swept four games and could have been totally buried. It, it, it's huge. Uh, I think that you even talked to players that I think the main thing that they said that they don't want to be um punked uh they 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 didn't want them to come in and and look at the situation and and see it as and and see and see and see Yankees winning all three all four games you know Alex Verdugo even said after he said you know you heard a a large Yankee contingent of people and and the Yankee and uh, it sounded at one point like it was Yankee Stadium wow Fenway Park that's what he said and he said we had to get this back we couldn't go out like this so I think Alex Cora saw the same thing. He saw an opportunity when he could have just punted on that game and said, "Look, you know we can't come, we can't come back from this." But he said they were putting together better at bats, so he brought in some higher leverage relievers, even though they were down three-two and going into the bottom of the seventh inning. And check this out: the Yankees are forty-eight and zero after leading. After they were forty-eight and zero after leading after the seventh inning. So, um, and the Red Sox obviously came back to beat them. So I think that that was a huge boost for them mentally, you know, just to be able to get over that hump. And also, you know, uh, it looks like the Yankees are going to win the division, but still yeah. a lot more teams are getting into playoffs this year. The Red Sox look like maybe they weren't, and now they definitely have as good of a shot as anybody, right? At the, the AL East, you might have everybody going to playoffs from there. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's why I think it's the best division in baseball. You even look at the Orioles, Rob, and how they've, they've won, what, eight? You know, they, they come after after last weekend, they won eight or nine straight. So, um it, it's it's a it's a beast in that in that division. You know, Tampa, Toronto's a good good team. Yankees, obviously, Red Sox, and I think the Red Sox know. I think they know that the that the division is sort of uh, you know out of you know out of their reach at this point. Even though we're not, you just reached the half point of the season, and that the more most realistic route to get to the playoffs is through the wild card. I just think that the the most important thing for them is to get that top wild card spot so they can host it at Fenway Park. Our guest is Julian McWilliams. He's the beat writer for the Boston Red Sox, works at the Boston Globe, one of the best young baseball writers in the country. Let's talk about uh, Chris Sale, who pitched 
Tuesday night in Tampa, but he's had a long road back. And but prior to that start, tell us about Chris Sale and will he ever get back to what he was or is it going to be a longer road? I don't think he'll ever be what he was. And that was a that was a guy that was, you know, who could have a bad out and give up four or five runs, but he still strike out 12 guys, right? I don't think he'll be that dominant Chris Sale that we've seen in, in the past. I think he's even alluded to the fact that he has to change the way he pitches sometimes, you know, maybe not always going with the four-seamer, but, you know, going with the two-seamer, you know, try to get some guys out, go relying on the change-up and the backdoor slider, you know, the, or the back foot slider, I should say, that that's become his his sort of his 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 part of his repertoire and part of his key to his success. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to see more of a guy that that still has that that power arm when he can, but he'll have to finesse to get guys out. Um, you know, he's had a, he's had a long road back from you know shoulder issues to you know Tommy John surgery to breaking a rib throwing a baseball. I never heard of that in my entire life, and I still find that to be kind of weird. Um, but that that's been his journey, and I think. You know, if they can get a guy that can possibly go five or, or six innings and still be a fixture in the middle part of the rotation, or if not, maybe, you know, be the ace, that would be great. But I think to call him the Chris Sale of old, I think that would be pretty much of a long shot. Who's the best player on the Red Sox? Hmm. I, I would have to go with uh, 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 Rafael Devers right now. I think um, the total package of, of – of, of, I, I haven't seen a hitter like him. Uh, you know uh, that I've covered that, that that's just that special of a hitter. Just the, I mean, you look at the homers he hit off Garrett Cole. Those are I was going to say he's pitches. brutalized Garrett Cole. He, yeah, Garrett man, Cole six, can't get him out. Six and and Garrett Cole said, if somebody asked, well, how can you get you know Rafael Devers out? He said, I'm open to, to suggestions because <laughs> he said, hey Joe, I just can't get this guy out. He's a special young player, a special young talent. But if you look at the, I think the most important player. Um, I think that's Xander Bogarts. I mean, this is a guy that's been there for 10, 10 years and has has been has lived up to the to the billing, you know, plus more. So uh, they they have a pretty special team, but we don't know what they'll look like after this year because Xander could be gone, uh, you know. So uh, it's, it's it might be a little bit of a different team. All right, always appreciate the insight. Thanks so much, Julian. We'll see you down the road, buddy. Absolutely. Bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Track three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 555 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. All you had to do was look in Atlanta at that Mets Braves series and realize that fans in baseball don't have to wait for the playoffs for there to be a big series or big games. I mean, here we are in July, and there was a huge crowd midsummer Monday, 43,000 people piled into uh, uh, Atlanta down there to see this game, and uh, Max Scherzer was on the mound for the Mets. It was a statement win, and uh, he said, uh, bring it on. As far as the rivalry, the Mets and Braves have always had a rivalry uh, that dates back to when the Braves were winning all those divisions. And uh, over the previous six weeks, Atlanta had, uh, you know, taken a pair of hedge clippers to the Mets lead, shaving it from 10 and a half games on June 1st to just one and a half games to start Monday's play. But, uh, you know, 
Scherzer was talking about it being a measuring stick for the Mets. He performed. The Mets win 4-1. to one, But it was a crucial series. The fans knew it. It was great to see. And uh, meaningful baseball before the All-Star game. How impressive is that for baseball? In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.